happen for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Modify Your Life Podcast. This is your host, Anthony Lopez, also known as Heavy to Modified. We have the infamous Modified Frankie, mm-hmm. aka Frankie from the Block. Yep. AKA, she's only here for the money. Period. So, um, get the bag, sis. A lot of you might not know is me and my girlfriend have been together for 10 plus years. Uh, March is going to be 11 years. And she has 11 years too long. Okay, anyways. So, I <laughs> got, got nervous in here. Whew, it's a little <laughs> hot. Uh, so, what we wanted to do with this podcast is we are going to have multiple podcasts together. We have been together for almost 11 years. Uh, she is, was with me before the start of any of this weight loss when, I mean, shoot, I was a DJ at a house party. Yep. Do you remember when, when you met me? At, at, it wasn't, actually, no, it wasn't a house party. It was at the hookah bar. No, it was at a house party. I met you for like two minutes. Uh, I, w- I went with some See, of my friends that knew minutes. you from elementary school. The first time you met me was two minutes and it never changed. It was Ratchet. <laughs> it was Ratchet? Yes. It was a backyard party and it was like Battle of the DJs. And then, and you were one of them. Love at first sight, lust for sure. Damn, boy was. Thick. I was always a chubby chaser. Boy was thick. I met you really quickly, and I sat on one of your speakers, and within like two minutes of that, the party got raided. Damn, and I didn't Shout see you for the, months after that. Those Borna Park parties, if you know what yep. I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you know what I mean. So yeah, this was back uh, about 2000 and what 2000 and what were we doing? We were babies. I was like 21, 22. Yeah, probably. And you're like a year older than me, so you're rocking the cradle for sure. Kiss my ass, first of all. Hey, 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 hey. We're trying to get sponsors for this <laughs> podcast, so we cannot be cussing on here. No, I'm just kidding. No, we definitely like, we talk what we want to we talk. We want to talk. But anyway, so when uh, let's, you know, let's the we could talk about. Wait, can we stuff. talk about quickly how we like saw each other a few different times, like within a year, but we never really talked. Until you try to date me, I know me why and you're then trying you to bring thought it up. I swerved. This is why. This is why you're trying to. You're literally yeah. trying to bring it up for this reason right here, mm-hmm. because you want to let them know that you. Turned I am me the down. alpha, the omega. You turn, yeah, you turned me down the first two times. Once. Once, and then now what happened? Well, you're welcome. Hi, future husband, talking to you. Period. Anyway, so let them know. Tell them your side of the story. Okay, so the the first time was at that uh, backyard party, and then I saw you for one of your birthday parties at a hookah lounge. He's so fucking extra. He had red carpet. I did. I did. It was album release party. I had a red streak for my hair. I, too. I was judging for sure, but he I didn't have to get in line. He just let me in. Your boy was your boy was trying to get it in. He was like, yeah. mm, you see that little thick. I was like, what's up, baby? Yeah. Okay. And then we left early, so we didn't really talk to you that much. And then I saw you again for your New Year's party. And then one of my best friends had, like, I was wearing a, it was a, a V-neck shirt, and he, like, pulled my shirt down, and he saw my bra, I and he immediately V-neck. grabbed my phone. Gave her my number. He put it, he put his contact in my phone under hubby, but then immediately judged the phone I, w- I had. He's like, ew, you have a BlackBerry? Tomorrow I'm going to take you to buy an iPhone. Damn. I mean, I mean, it, I... I seen the goods. I like the goods. You know, now look at 11 years anyway, later, we're on a podcast So together. then that's when we actually started texting back and forth. But you and I live pretty far from each other. Mm. And we, we were just really like texting here and there. But I didn't think it was anything, but I guess you did. 
Damn, okay, go ahead. This is for the girls in the streets, baby. Let's go. Go ahead. Go City girls, what's up? City girls are winning right now. Um, okay. And then, well, we, there wasn't, we just kind of fizzled out. And then a year later is when, again, for a New Year's party, that's when we just... New Year's, New Year's meeting there. <laughs> New Year's at the sky. But he did like, tell oh. my friend at the time that she was going to be his New Year's kiss. Damn. I didn't start the podcast. I swooped for in, this. though. I didn't start the podcast for this. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And you know what? Like, so you're following, you're starting to get a decent following from what you had before, right? You had it starting to get a decent following. I think it's pretty safe to say. But she's built a community of like women who do not, like, they like me, like, they support me and they talk positive about me, but they also like, when she posts up something, she's like, oh, no, sis. Oh, no, sis. Don't put up with that Toxic from him. queens for Toxic, sure. Toxic, right? Yep. So how does that feel to be, like, an influencer? Um, <laughs> You could never match up to me, Loki. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I do my My best. little 2,000 followers will shit on your 1.7 million. I, you know what? My engagement is sick. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. But anyways, you know, I'm glad you got to share the story of how you, uh, <laughs> you turned me down. But, but uh, can you tell them? Me. Why you pursued me again and what you told your mom? I was pissed. Mm-hmm. You, you turned me down. Like, how and was why? Like, how was, how but was, why were you offended? That you, how are you going to not respond back to me? No, no. Why were you offended? Because oh, I never dated chubby girls. Mm-hmm. I never. I was. I was so shallow when I was. And he told like his I mom a, that how dare a chubby girl. I was pissed. I mean, like I had the right to be. Tell <laughs> girl that. So what? Why did you pursue me again? I was just trying to talk. Or you what? know, do the thing a thing and then dip. And apparently three, 11 years later, that did not work out perfectly fine. No, huh? You told me that your intention was to get me to fall in love with you and then you to swerve on me. I just said that. Yeah, just but. Without saying like, tell, like you know, get into like that gub, gub, like all lovey-dovey stuff. But yeah, yeah. no. Well, but obviously that I, work I, out? Failed. I failed at that. Yeah. But I found an amazing woman. So, huh. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on your podcast. You're welcome. by Frankie. Anyway, so that's that's how we met. Uh, that's a, <laughs> it's a very interesting story. There's probably, there's more to that story, but we'll keep. But we were both out. hoes back in the day. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we had to give each other. I mean, the good yeah, thing is we always have really good out. communication, though. The first two weeks, we agreed, hey, like we got some loose ends to wrap up, so let's not go through each other's phone Damn. for like a week or two. I had to change my number, low key. I changed my number too. Yeah, I and then I- once, remember when I spent the night at your house, and then like one of your exes was calling you, and one of my exes was calling me at the same time. Damn. And like our phones were just lighting up, and we're like, "Oh shit!" Mm. Damn. She was just, okay, so this is this is <laughs> this this is a podcast that went completely different where I wanted it to go. <laughs> She's letting everything out, but you know what? This is 100 percent true stories how we met. I think this is going to be a very big part. Or I know this is a very big part because this is what led up to everything that uh, I feel that you know we have became as a couple. But you know, also what we became, uh, you know, as in just normal human beings, as you know, Francine is as Anthony. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to kind of get into that real quick. You know. There's so much parts of our relationship that we could talk about, um, but I want to talk more into this. This, you know, you got to sp- spread the tea. You know, a little toxic for girls are gonna love that part. Mm-hmm. But you know, I want to get into the mindset. You know, what I mean, because you said it. You know, you say yourself, you've always been a chubby chaser. Mm-hmm. You know, so what? What was it about it? Is you always like chubby boys? Like, or did you did you grow up, did you grow up overweight? Yes. Were you always like the biggest girl in class, or were you just no. like a normal size? I was chubby, but I was never like the biggest girl in class or the biggest girl an- anywhere. But Definitely the biggest boobs, though. Thank- thankfully, yes. For sure. But I did use that to my advantage. <laughs> I bet. If <laughs> I would dress like a hoe in high school. Yeah? Yeah. The big cha-chas? Mm-hmm. But then I'd wear like because a... Su- wait, 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 wait. But I would wrap a sweater around my waist because I had no ass. 
she still doesn't. But you know what? She's worked really hard, and she'll be getting the BBL soon. So we're all excited. Sponsored for that. by Heavy to Modified. Damn. Sponsored by this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, tell me about it. So you you were you were never overweight until when? When were no, you? Started? Well, in high school, I was my highest was one eighty. Then I went down to one sixty because I was heartbroken over a dude. Ooh, was it me? No, he was wretched too, though. I don't want to hear about that. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I got down to 160. Uh, so I was I was not skinny, but I wasn't like fat. But I was uh, very, very, very insecure. You were insecure? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Why were you insecure? Uh, because I didn't look like the girls that I wanted to look like. What those girls look like? J-Lo. Damn. Yeah. That's right. J-Lo's. Hey, J-Lo, if you're watching, if you ever listen to my podcast, J-Lo, I will leave this woman for you in a heartbeat. I'm saying right now, I will be your 70th husband. And uh, wait, you I was are. even insecure, though, because like oh, no. my my mom was like shaped really cute, right? She had like she didn't have much up top, but she had like the whole Coke bottle thing going on. Mm-hmm. And like I would see that at home and then I'd see that at, at school and I'd, and everything I would see on TV. And I look completely you different. The, you got the, the top heavy body. Yeah, you got your mm-hmm. dad's body. You got your dad's body. Mm-hmm. Right, so I must uh, did so I have a question. Like I don't think I've ever even asked you this. So did did girls make fun of you for not having a butt? Because I I feel like having a big butt was like like cool the, over the last like five to ten years. Like where it became like if you don't have a big butt, like ew, what the heck? Like I don't feel like when I was in like junior high and high school, like I feel like it was more of a boob thing than a butt thing. But I'm not 100 percent sure because I'm not a female. So I would curious to know like how was like the junior high and high school. Talk was it was any was like did anyone other than did anyone ever make fun like call you out for not having a butt? Uh probably like two, three times throughout my whole high school experience, but it wasn't it was because I was probably arguing with the girl and like that was the cheap shot. Oh, okay. So but it was wasn't a, like I was bullied for. For not okay, yeah. I guess I was I was curious to know because I feel like not you know, having a big butt just became or be having a big butt became very, very popular over the last like five to five maybe maybe less than 10 years mm-hmm. um and i'm not even sure when it is but i'm not a female i know obviously me growing up being overweight it was never cool to be overweight or fat unless like you know we're back in like the 1300s or whatever it is like the the castle days right where the more money you had the bigger your belly was the more girls wanted you mm-hmm. i missed that era honestly i would have freaking killed it right killed the game i would have killed the game <laughs> i would have like 70 wives just sitting there feeding me grapes and just like you know what i mean for the people watching on video, they got to laugh. If you're Scratch watching just on the belly. podcast, I'm sorry. You, missed, you just missed it. I wrote the nipples and everything. So, all right, cool. So you felt very insecure. And, like, what uh-huh. did that lead into going into, like, you know, the high school, like, your early adult age into, like, you know, your tw- 18, 20? Like, how would that lead into, like, that insecurity? Did it get worse? Did it get better? Honestly, my I never let my insecurity bleed. So no one knew I was insecure. And I was never one to be bullied because I was never the one or the two. Yeah, you are mean. Yeah. People always, always like kind of like ask like how we're together because like you don't just match. generally don't like people. Like mm-hmm. not that you don't like people. I don't want to give you this wrong, wrong response. Like next time you're on podcast, I think you don't like people. But like you are like really tight with your circle and your mm-hmm. family. Like, and if they're not in the circle, I feel that like you, you kind of, you make them earn that respect. Like I, that, I can't waste that. my energy or time on people that I don't know are worth it. So you're going to have to show your worth before yeah. I can invest any of my energy into you. And with me, I just love everyone. And I feel like I just always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. But like if it wasn't for Frankie, I'd probably be screwed over a lot over the last couple of years, especially mm-hmm. with the following that came along with everything. Um, so that's actually how we match. I feel is that I'm super I'm 100 percent nice or 100 percent asshole. And she's just more of like and you're very social. Yeah, I'm very social. I like people. And I think you're more of just like. 
you're going to protect what's yours. Yeah. And you're going to protect your time now. Because before, let's, I kind of want to, you know, actually, I'm going to say that for another podcast because that's actually a really good topic uh, that we're going to say. But I want to get more into the insecurity. So, like, you know, what do you think were, what do you, what, what do you think was the negative side of having um, so many insecurities? That you hold yourself back from a lot of opportunities. I was hoping you said that. Yeah. I was hoping you said that, right? Because when we actually started dating, it took a lot of years for me to kind of talk to you and tell you that you're capable to do what the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, that had a lot to do with maybe your upbringing, but then for also sure. how you how you looked at yourself, right? Because, you know, you grew up in a Hispanic household and mm-hmm. you were taught that what? <laughs> you, you go against this so much, but what, you know what I mean? Let them know. I was taught that as a woman, my job, and this came from both like mom's side, dad's side, that as a woman, my job was just to learn everything that I needed to learn just to maintain a household and keep my my husband happy. Like, the goal was just to get married and have kids. Damn. So even, like... So you felt like Well, that school was, was never for me, but I did have a point in time where I wanted to go to college, and I was, like, trying to fill out the FAFSA paperwork for, like... Um, to help pay for for school and I had asked one of my parents hey can I get your information so I can put this in and I was told no school's not for you Damn. and I said bet and so many people um and I'm speaking only for what I know and how I was raised in my from my, my background your background being Hispanic you know I'm black and Mexican you're Mexican mm-hmm. um I feel like it's normal for so many women right yeah so now moving like uh, that's such a topic that we could go on for days right but let's talk about the the last like you know the lot because you know at the end of the day this podcast is called modify your life right and i feel that you've done a lot of modifying your life from like your upbringing to how your parents had raised you and they're great people let me just say that Mm -hmm. right they're great people but they're just a product of their environment exactly and you know you 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 went against you went against against that you went i was a problem child for sure on both ends yeah but it was just crazy because you know when we first met and there's something with her i'm gonna be 100 you know transparent with this i didn't date chubby girls i think it was in it i think i didn't date chubby girls because it was an insecurity of my own you know what I mean? Because I was overweight. I didn't want to be with someone that was overweight because I want people to like, like, oh, that guy's big, but he got a good ass girlfriend or whatever it might be. And I'm, don't please don't any type of judgment. Your girls were actually me. pretty cute. I would peep them. I did have some good looking girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have a good one too right here. Look at this one. She's pretty bad. She's baddie. She's baddie. Look at her. Look at her eyes. She looks like Middle Eastern. Oh, shit. But, um, Habibi. yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was my, that's what I have her saved under my phone. Same. Um, but that was like my insecurity. Um, is that I, I wanted to date a, a skinnier um, gr- girl because like just I, an aesthetically, I didn't want, I, yeah, a aesthetically person. looking person because I felt, you know, they then once again, like talking about the last podcast, right, with my, my Camaro, I felt like that was going to hide my, my, my overweight, being overweight because I had something that was better looking, right? So I guess, you know, it's talking about Band-Aids. So like what are a couple of things that you had to modify because of those insecurities you think you felt? I would hold myself back from a lot of work opportunities. Yeah. Because one was because I felt like I was too big, so I was going to be overlooked, which did happen a lot, especially in the financial industry. Facts. Um, But also, like, I would never, like, bet on myself. That's very, very, that's very true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I know that because. Like, I was the hardest working person anywhere I worked. Or in anything I did, but I was also downplaying myself a lot. Yeah, 
So there's no self-confidence, right? Mm-mm. You felt it because, you know, once again, it goes back to the upbringing, which led into, you know, I think the first couple of years of a relationship where, I mean, I was overweight, right? But I was a go-getter, I think it's safe to say, right? From uh, the beginning. Well, yeah. actually, we started dating even making money together. Yeah, well, you scammed me a little bit. For sure. I did give you money to buy alcohol I don't to take serve it back. alcohol. And then I, you also charge people. So I gave you money to buy the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Then you also and I charge, charge Caesar. People. Yep. You charge my best friend Caesar, yep. which I'm still actually. I stand by that. Let me just talk about this. Uh, my, my boy, is, that's been my boy since like, you know, elementary school. That's my boy. Obviously, as having a best friend, he's supposed to hate my girlfriend. And she's supposed to hate him, right? Mm-hmm. To, and the whole thing is like, you know, crazy thing about this is like, you know, I'm still actually mad that she charged him. <laughs> and she's, and, and I, I'll do I it again. She better like pay him back one day. Like, no. I don't care if it was $12. Like, you pay. That's my best friend. The guy pushed me in a wheelchair. So, anyways. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I'm actually pretty mad. Shout out to right Caesar, though. I still hate but, you. Yeah, we did start our relationship off making money. I mean, mm-hmm. You just scammed me a little bit. You yeah. Know, but hey, I'll take it. That's a, that's a go getter. But you know, I think moving forward a couple years into our relationship, um, you've always supported me, right? And at the end of the day, I think you're gonna love to hear this on the podcast. Is I remember sitting on a toilet, taking a dump, right? Didn't even get no Morning free time. Dump. She opens in, opens up the door. She's like, "You need to start YouTube." Mm-hmm. I had a Camaro at the time. And, you know, um, I was like, no, insecurities, right? Because I was overweight. You I know? was like, hear me out. And she, she broke down, like, you need to do YouTube. You have the personality. People like you, X, Y, and Z. And I tried it. And we actually, yesterday, last night, me, you, and Dub, we were watching old YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so crazy that Off my life GoPro. has been documented yeah. for the last almost six or seven years. Uh, technically, it's been documented since 2009 because there's actually YouTube videos of when I was a DJ. Yeah. So that's a pretty cool too. We you guys should look those up. Content. Let's not. <laughs> Anyways, let's not give them that yet. Hold okay, on. Okay. But, you know, and then moving into our relationship and, and what it's became over the last five years, you know, you had to modify a lot of the way you're thinking. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of want you to talk about um, how you were more of a nine to five worker compared to now. Another thing that would make me very insecure was that I... I didn't get my high school diploma. And again, working wasn't like a thing in our household as women. But I always was anti. Like, you're not going to tell me what to do. Even though I would still hold myself back from better opportunities. But um, like I would apply to like warehouse jobs instead of trying to do even retail or like a Costco or whatever. I would try to just, okay, warehouse because that's the best I'm going to do. Like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, like warehouse work, I would work at a lot of different ones because I thought that was it for me. Maybe I could make it as a supervisor one day. Um, That's what I would think. And I would work 12, 16-hour days there. Super easy work, but it would, like, kill my body. And I would work um, inside of those. uh, They were refrigerated, so I was in, like, 30-degree temperatures at all times. Okay, so do you feel that that was like a like a low confidence job? Like, do you feel yeah. like you got those jobs because of your your confidence level was yeah. very low? Mm-hmm. Because you still in your head were thinking at this time, right? Because now we're talking this old Frankie. This is like ten years ago, Frankie. Because I this felt like I, I wasn't smart ago. enough to do anything yeah, else. You were supposed to just be in the kitchen or holding a baby, and I wasn't educated. You felt you were educated. Yeah. When they find out what you do now, they're probably gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Like mm-hmm. honestly, like, but, but it's so. 
getting in more into kind of taking over because I see Frankie starting to get a little, uh, you know, a little, little teary eyes. She'll cry over everything, honestly. Everything. She's dramatic. I love it though. But sometimes I remember I told you, I was like, hey, I, you know, I know you're crying, but I can't take you serious because you cry for everything. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I want to talk like, you know, just coming from my upbringing to her upbringing is completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's super crazy. We could, that we go say that for another show, right? Because I like where this is going. Uh, the low confident job, I think, is, is something amazing to talking about. But to where she is right now and for what I've seen her evolve into over the last 10, 11 years is just absolutely amazing because for me, I feel like I'm expected to do this. I feel like I have no choice but to be successful in whatever I do because that's how I was raised. I was raised to do whatever I want to do because I'm worth it. I was given confidence. I was given love, TLC, money, whatever it is, right? We weren't rich, but, you know, I didn't go without anything. Uh, And her story, which she'll get into, I would love for her to get into um, more as we continue this podcast. It's her first time being in front of camera, being on a podcast, Um, is that I, you know, but me just kind of jumping fast forward a little bit, is that from knowing her background and where she came up with and how she was raised and what she was told she couldn't do and she could do and couldn't do to see how far she's come as a, as a woman is just freaking, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy thing. Her and her brother were, you know, they're very, very close. Um, remember when we first started dating, you're like, Hey, um, if my brother doesn't like you, yep. then you can, uh, Non-negotiable. You, can't, you can't date me. So, yep. uh, one day she, she broke up with me. She tried to break up with him. I did. That. She, it just she, didn't work out. She Whatever she did. She ended up making me dinner that night. So whatever. No, I, I really you ended up, no, you actually you did. You did because you, you, you broke up. You got mad at me mm-hmm. for Carla, which you guys will see me, Carla. Carla. So I actually have like, I guess like a taboo friendship. I have a girl best friend mm-hmm. and we've never done anything. And you guys are actually becoming really close friends. I, love I think her. that's amazing. Um, so she had found out that I went to start, found out when I told her, but hey, we'll get it. So whatever. Found you out know. before. No, you didn't. I told you. I told you. But I, I, a girl had told me that she's no, seen you at Starbucks. You, I told you, and then you, uh, no, no, hold and on. then hold, and then you're, and then no wait, hold and I'm on. like, wait, so you're only telling me because you no, saw homegirl? Yeah, yeah, no, but that was just generally just brought it up. But anyways, I have a girl best friend. You'll meet her, and we'll probably have a, all have a podcast together. We I need think to. it'll be awesome. That'd we have be four fun. microphones. But um, shoot, I lost my train of thought and what I was going at. Honestly, that we broke up. Oh, she broke up with me, right? And so because of this, she had told me if I, her brother doesn't like me then she can date me. Well, first off, I'm like, who doesn't like me, right? Let's be honest. Like, I have a nice smile and everything. I'm a nice guy. So I had to meet her brother. I remember the first, like, when the first time I met him, like, actually at the house. Remember when he opened up the door in his underwear and cowboy boots Mm -hmm. and a cowboy hat? Yep. And And he didn't have boxers on. My boy had, like, I had the the, the the duns. Yeah. And and also the, the belt. And that's when I knew, like, it was love at first sight. I love that kid. Like, mm-hmm. I love that guy. That's and so baby. we ended up getting along. So she ended up breaking up with me for, like, whatever. She thought she broke up with it me. It was, like, two hours. I thought you left, but you were. <laughs> we went to the we went to Essex City, and we hung out. Me and him were chilling. He's like, yeah, my sister trips sometimes. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, probably. And then we came back when you made us dinner. And, like, so apparently, like, technically, if you look at it, for the last 10 years. We've just we been have, hanging we out. We've been hanging out because you never asked me back out. Damn. So, ladies, if you're out there, you have uh, 1.6 million followers. Hit him up. I'm single. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. He comes with a lot of baggage, though, and you got to take no, it all. No, that's not baggage. That's skin. No. <laughs> it's not baggage. It's skin. <laughs> that's a low blow. Okay. But anyways, getting, getting, getting into it, you know, um, you know, we'll get into the weight loss and the weight loss surgery and all that. We, can, we have multiple podcasts to talk about. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the Francine, you know, like the 10-year-ago Francine and those jobs that we're doing, you know, beginning of a relationship. So how, like, the low-confident job, like, I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't change anything, right? Because look where we're at now and how far we're coming. They don't even no. know what we had to do. But let's yeah. talk about like before then. Like, would you have ch- would you have changed anything having the confidence you have now going back to 10, 
15 years ago, Francine? Like, would you change stuff? No. No? No. But, like, not, like, I, I want to ask this not to the point of, like, where you think, like, I don't want your answer to be, like, well, no, because then I would have met you. Like, we were still going to meet no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're my, you're my soulmate. You're my, you're, my, you're my spirit animal. But I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. knowing what you know now mm-hmm. and, and going back to the high school Frankie and to the first job you've had and to what you probably put up with with having low confidence and low self-esteem. Like, would you change any of that? Like the Frankie now wants to talk is, is gonna is going. I, to uh, you know, I still want to say no because okay. even I learned a lot of valuable lessons working at those l- low-paying jobs, like the warehouse especially. Yeah, there's some hard workers there. Um, and it was mostly because I would get fucked over. And why is that? Why is that? As a woman in a in a warehouse job, I know what you're gonna say. I, I want you to share this to to re- so. You, people, you will be relatable by talking about this. Why did you get screwed over so much at these warehouse jobs? Because you didn't what? I didn't put out. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was mad when you brought that up to me because I don't. Yeah. I'm a male and I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure there's, there's jobs where females expect guys to do that. I'm, I don't know. I haven't worked in, I haven't worked a lot of real jobs. Yeah. I mean, I, I own businesses. I don't work, you know what I mean? I just, as in like, you know, the, the conventional nine to five. I haven't Nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't, wasn't, wasn't right thing. Wasn't, yeah. So that's got to really mess with your like self-esteem and okay actually take it back let me bring myself back a little bit does that actually mess with your self-esteem because you're expected to put out or does that boost up your self-esteem because you're not like every other girl that puts out for that's a whole wait hold on that's a mind (laughs) for for me it would it would make me feel bad really because i felt like these are the things that i need to do to advance and i wasn't willing to do them i'm happy i didn't but in that moment i wasn't at that time, you felt like you were the, the odd one out. Yeah. And now, fast forward, you know what I mean? I get to be with a girl that's only been with, hopefully I'm not saying too much, but it's only you know slept with two guys. I'm your third one. Like, that's mm-hmm. fucking badass. I wish it would have been more, though, low-key. Damn. I just gave her a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> no, be, no, because that number. Because have you seen on social media oh, where people say, like, time. if a guy says 15, it's probably only five. If a girl says three, it's probably 23. Uh, okay, like, I okay. wish it would have been, like, 30. Let me... <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> there's hopefully there's not thirty guys out there watching this podcast like damn sucker, oh sucker, <laughs> looking like oh that I had it first. And actually, yeah. Actually, she was mine. She called me daddy. Damn. Damn. No, Happy. I'm glad. I, I believe you that there's only two because I, I know you're mm-hmm. you're very um you very you have a lot of respect for yourself. I have high standards for you myself. Do. That's good. No, yeah. There's yeah. That's really good. So, anyways, back into it. So you did the right thing at that jobs at those jobs mm-hmm. low, with low confidence in it and the things that you were doing right were actually making your confidence even lower and your self-esteem even lower right because yeah the guys were expecting you to put out to get a two dollar raise or probably like less than that honestly oh, but you yeah. know what i mean that's that's nuts man and so we're like, getting the better uh the better shifts yeah because you like I, I would have to work all weekends and i would get like a tuesday off or like a thursday off never together Remember, like, you would get annoyed because you're like, why yeah, is you your schedule, schedule like that? Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really, it's so, it's so interesting to, to sit down with someone who is similar to age with me and kind of, like, see the difference of, like, like, how it is different for a woman to a man mm-hmm. um, in that aspect of, like, expected to, you know, to yeah. do something for something that should be done already if you're already working. 
and then and then also having to work like clock out after your eight hours and you're still expected to work that's crazy and i'm glad that you you know stood up for yourself and you didn't do that even though at the time you you're doing was so right it it sucks that to know that you're actually you feel that it was wrong Mm -hmm. but now like the the frankie now knows that everything the moves you made were correct yeah but again like going back to like all the like shitty situations that i was put in like at those kind of jobs like made me learn to stick up for myself which you do Mm -hmm. which she does she doesn't put up with nothing no she told me (laughs) the last like two weeks ago she's like i don't know if it's because you think you're making money or because you got followers or because you got muscles but i ain't here for none of that you're going to talk to me with respect or I will be gone. Period. And I started laughing. And she was genuinely mad, but I found it so funny because she went off. And you still got me Starbucks. I did. I did get her Starbucks. I know what the right things to do. I know the right things to do. Does this thing keep on coming back? I feel like a stay. So I want to like reiterate for maybe the people that were busy listening to this. I know when I'm listening to podcasts, you know, whether it be doing something else like cleaning, 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 making my meal prep, you know what I mean? Making your meal prep. Whatever it might be, right? So growing up, and we'll, we'll, we'll say from the culture, right? Because this is mm-hmm. not the first time I think we've heard anyone Hispanic growing up with, like, being told. Like, maybe it's changing now. I, d- I don't I, hold it against parents, my parents. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think at all. I think it's just going to say culture, right? Because mm-hmm. now I think when we become parents, I don't think we're at, we're going to be like that at all. No. You know I mean, bro, I'm going to tell my kid, bro, he could be two years old. He's I'm creating he wants a to, monster. Yeah, like, I want my kid to own a business by seven. Mm-hmm. He's going to be selling lemonade at three just years like old. Just like Arlo. Right? Yeah, exactly. Our godson. He has his yeah. own. You know, we, already, we don't have a kid. We have a godson. We actually... Built, we made a bit, made a business with his logo, him as a logo. So and he knows he, he owns enough, it. He's, he, owns, he knows yeah. he owns a business, you know? And so I see that's, if we're like that as godparents, imagine, I, I don't feel it would be any different with my son because you know I know I am with the levels of love, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, it's another podcast. So let's get into this. So to reiterate for the people that maybe got a little busy, um, we'll talk about the culture, how you're raised is expected yeah. to be a woman to take care of your man right Mm -hmm. okay and then so that brought in like this old school mentality overall exactly yeah and that would brought your confidence down to whatever this is what i'm supposed to do for the rest of my life but then you started to fight it then that uh, that low confidence low self-esteem bled in through junior high and high school of you not having a butt and bad relationships relationships and then going into your workplace right so like what what how like okay you worked your 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 jobs in the back warehouse yeah because you and then it got worse it got worse yeah so like like so, and then so so that low self esteem confidence just kept stacking up on top of you, like a whole so yeah. Bunch of birds, so right? before I I would work warehouse where I want to be behind, mm-hmm. and not in the front. Okay. And then from then I'm like, this is too much for me. There you go. Um, we got it right. We got it good now. And it's I went second podcast. To, everyone, so sorry. So I don't want to be seen by anyone. So I did phone customer service for a few years at different places. Wow. Yeah. That is so crazy to. To just think of like, and I hate communicating, and I. But do you? But I took, do you really hate communicating, or is I it, hate explaining myself, and I hate I, repeating myself even more. That's my biggest pet peeve. Just kind of just listening through your upbringing is what you explained so far to everyone. Is as I feel like, do you really not like people, or did your low confidence and low self esteem just make you feel like you don't like people? Like realistically, um, if you look at right now, like. You talk to a lot of people. You run a whole back end of heavy to modify. I love them. Right? So yeah. it's like, do you, did you, like, really think about it. Like, self-reflect right now. Like, take a break and, like, take a second, take a breath, you know, and really think, like, did you, at that time, not like people? Or did you build yourself to not like people because you were insecure how you looked? Damn. 
I'm gonna hit you. I'm, uh, this podcast stuff is good. I like this. I think I would hold people at arm's length because I didn't want anyone to get too close because I didn't want to give anyone enough power to hurt me. Facts. I like that. I like that, which I did the same. Mm-hmm. You know, I never let anyone know that being overweight was an insecurity, right? Because, like, fuck them. They're going to start using it against me, right? I was <laughs> bad enough. I was getting my titties slapped in junior high and elementary school, right? So that, that's, that's actually pretty. You know, you're going to relate with a lot of women that are mm-hmm. going to be watching this right now because, um, you do, what you just told me is like a life that I, I, I didn't live at all. And I'm not talking about like yeah. the female aspect of it, right? I'm talking about like just the experiences, the experiences and the, and the low self-esteem. Like at the end of the day, did I have low self-esteem and did I have, uh, you know, did internally, I have, yeah. internally? Yes. But like, I didn't never let it show to like, you kind of let it showed. And to the point where you like even pick jobs to like not want to be, want to be seen by people because yeah. I'm assuming it was it, it as is time. It, we've been talking about this progressing. I'm assuming that our weight was also, because when I met you, you were like what? Um, I was about like 185, 190. When you met, when I met you? Yeah. I was, I was this weight, <laughs> but I just wasn't shaped like this. Oh yeah, well yeah, well yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you were, you were. Yeah, you but were. then, um, especially now? Oh, right now, one ninety three. Okay, that makes sense. I'm tripping. I was thinking like, okay, I, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Okay. But and I'm shaped different because of the loose skin now, so I'm not gonna look the one eighty five, one ninety that I was first met. before. I, I was a spring sense. chicken. No, you're a cradle rocker. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I was like twenty one. You're like twenty six or something. I don't know what you were. Shut up. Remember when I told your mom that I was uh. 15? I told your mom I was 15. That first time I met her? The official time. The first official time yeah, I met her. Yeah, she didn't mom. like you. She, she thought I was a drug dealer. Yeah. And now well, I, he pulled up me. in an F-250. That truck lifted. I was talking about. Six TVs. Hella TVs. TVs. Loud as hell. Booming. To the park where, where my mom and all my siblings were at. Looking like Bay Worm, baby. Pulling up like Bay Worm. Like, what's up, moms? Low key. I love it. That was awesome. And she's like, he's a drug dealer, right? She's like, what did I tell you about dating those guys? I'm like, moms. Did she mean because I was colored or because? No, she I'm just, just thought that. <laughs> I don't you know if that way make it in, honestly. Or no. wrong thing. I can't get drunk for saying something like that. She just thought you were one of the other Damn. type of dudes that she would date. She loves me now, though. So yeah. it was awesome. But. but one thing, though, I never dated a, a broke dude. I don't care if my confidence was low. Never. Guys? I never spent a dime on any guy except this guy from right. the very beginning. All right, so my guys out there listening, that was a really big red flag. Right, so if you didn't catch that, rewind that. That was a red flag. She said that with confidence. Like, yeah. I didn't date no broke guy. I don't no. got no booty, but I ain't sacrificing myself for no broke guy. Period. But anyways, <laughs> that was funny. We, this, is, this is good. We should have did this a long time ago, honestly. This <laughs> podcast thing, we should have. Um, all right, so no confidence, Mm-mm. no booty, no broke guys. None. Right? And then you to the point where you didn't want to work in a job where you have to talk to other people. Um, yeah. So, like... Obviously, we're gonna go into another podcast, and I'm pretty sure people are gonna want to hear more about the story. And because we we still they're got gonna five. want more of me and less of you, Loki. You're better looking than me for sure. Nah, you're hot. Ew. All right, so like going from and I once again I don't want you to share too much about everything you we've had to go through and to to build that confidence, right? Because we mm-hmm. we spent eleven. Uh, I'll say we spent nine years of our relationship helping build your confidence. The right. whole time. The whole time. So what I wanted you, you to get You still help me now. That's amazing to hear that. Because I get imposter syndrome. Oh, shit. Well, we got a whole conversation about po- imposter syndrome. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the Francine you are today, right? The modified Frankie. The Frankie from the block. The mm-hmm. P- PCOS queen, right? Yep. The gluten-free Dairy Queen boss. The boss of bosses, right? Yeah. The Alpha Omega. Going off of the what table. you- The table. The table, right? Yeah. 
the table. Is that because your booty's flat? Okay. <laughs> and this is our relationship. We talk smack, guys. Um, going off of the you know, Frankie who you are today and thinking about the Frankie you were before, like for all the girls out there that are being raised this way or going through similar situations, um, feel that they're only worth so much right now because of what if other people have told them. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you, let's end, let's end with this. Let's end on this, uh, this note. What would you, what would you tell those, these girls that are in a similar upbringing to you and feel that their, their, their self-worth is still, st- is stuck here because of what other people have told them? I would say, fuck. You got it. Just go ahead. One sec. Okay. I would say, girl, I love you. Hold on, I'm a thug. <laughs> we, we need to play some Carly B for it. <laughs> right? Carly B. I would say. You almost got me to too. Yeah. It's very difficult to get me to cry. Psych. Oh, Dove is in the background <laughs> crying right now. <laughs> Dove is crying. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Kyle, one more game. No, I, w- I would say. Dang, why do I cry for everything? He knows that a man cannot tell. Right. <laughs> we want to know too. I would say I, n- I know it's lonely. And really scary to really go against the grain and go against, like, the traditional values that, like, are kind of, like, dumped on you. But I think it's really important to just bet on yourself and go for, go for everything that makes you happy. Hold yourself to a really high standard for sure. Surround yourself around people that are going to bring you up. People that don't have a smaller mind than you. And that are going to celebrate you trying to push yourself to do something better and bigger. Because that was like the biggest thing. Damn. And I have to thank you for that. Because <laughs> you were that for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're wow. done. All right. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So I, I actually, for a lot of you don't know, I cry on everything. Um, especially when the grandpa comes up. But, you know, I don't think it gets oh, any realer than that. Oh, don't bring up grandpa because I'll, I'll lose my shit. I don't think it gets any realer than that. I can't even speak on it. You know what I mean? It's something that I I, I, I can't even speak on it. You know, with that being said, hopefully this podcast brought value today. And hopefully for that woman out there that is listening um, and is going through Also, don't situation. wait to start living, for sure. Don't wait till you lose X amount of pounds before you dye your hair this color that you want to do or before you go on the, this trip that you want to go to because... You're just going to hold yourself back from living. Damn, and she's still going. I love this. No, it's, yeah, you know, I'm, you know what? I'm just getting at that. Yeah, I have nothing to top like that. Just the purest of purest. 
Welcome to Modify Your Life Podcast. Today you got to listen to myself, Anthony Lopez, and Francine. And I still didn't lose my street credit for crying. You're, right? you're a thug. No, I cried on I cried on the Steve Harvey show. Um, and anyone, that was Steve Harvey. Yeah, you know, I cried on multiple things. I cried on Steve Harvey show. I cried on Doug's podcast. cried on Ali Fursella's podcast. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you genuinely care about something and you're talking to the old self and you're self-reflecting, it is the hardest thing to do, you know? And everyone just witnessed that. You know, whether we had one person that listened to this or we have one million people that listen to this, you just brought value to that person or those people, you know. So we're ended with this. Welcome to Modify Your Life podcast. And bet on yourself. Always. All this happened for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be.